All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. If you noticed, I'm wearing this shirt and like three of them because I've done a bunch today for some reason. Uh, <laughs> anyways, today we're going to welcome to the show a good friend of mine, Alex Shrek. Uh, me and Alex Shrek actually at Clavio Boston, which is funny because we're going to talk a little bit about Clavio today. But anyways, Alex, welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Chase. It's going well. I just realized I did like kind you? of my podcast spiel with, with this intro when it's this is not a podcast. Yeah, it's like a mini little short podcast but we, we seem much more unprepared than what the title of the podcast suggests yeah we figured it out like two minutes ago so anyways uh <laughs> uh I let the people know what you do by the way uh before we get into it because you haven't even been a guest on the podcast yet yeah uh, so i'm alex shrek i work at an agency out of san diego called best worlds uh i'm based in scottsdale arizona uh we're a fully remote team uh, the owner's been doing e-commerce for about 21 years, um, started way back in 99, uh, where he hosted the FIFA World Cup and uh, online store, and uh, ever since then, he's been doing e-commerce. I joined a little less than a year ago, um, mainly focused on Magento, Shopify development. Uh, we specialize in... Um, Conversion rate optimization, uh, A-B testing. We won the Magento Innovations Lab Award for A-B test extension. Um, and that's not just like your normal front-end A-B tests. We do like shipping threshold tests where you're able to test two different stores with a dif- different free shipping threshold to see which one produces like the highest revenue per visit. Um, anyone can you know, go down to free shipping and increase their conversion rate, but it's really the bottom line revenue um, impact of that that you need to look at. Um, And yeah, so a lot of optimizations and uh, I've been doing e-commerce since 2015, since I came out of college and uh, been loving it. Awesome. So before, uh, beforehand, we kind of outlined three things that uh, your typical small business owner should be focusing on right now. Um, and these are you know, pretty, pretty spot on for the times. I think that right now is the time to tackle that project that you've been putting off because uh, you have the time. Uh, so anyways, uh, the first one that you brought up uh, was kind of the platform. So I guess you want to kind of dive in a bit there and, and what you what you meant by that. Yeah, so I mean, if you if you look at you, you want your e-commerce business to be sustainable. I mean, unless you're just trying to create like a quick fad store that that um, is hitting on a time where you know ads are going to perform really well for it, and then just make as much money you can with that store, and then move on to the next one. You really need to look at what platform you're on. And if you want to be sustainable over a long period of time, you're going to want a platform that can scale and grow with your business that you can continue to convert shoppers when ads might not be performing and be able to communicate with customers when um, ads might not be conform, uh, performing as well. Um, so you have a longer sustainable business that you can rely on over time. And having uh, a, a platform that can support that is very important. So it'd be uh, kind of taking a step back from that. It'd be like right now would probably be the time to reconsider or look at if like you know your your Squarespace or your your WordPress site or like your Etsy store, like if that's really moving the needle for your business, and if you are you know 
like you said, if it's a fad thing or if you're just trying to quickly sell some t-shirts or something like, yeah, that's one thing. But if you're looking to build a sustainable business here, you need to make sure that the backbone of your business can support your growth. And I know some of the platforms uh, out there cannot support growth over time. And oftentimes people are like, I wish I just did it right from the beginning. Right. Like if you're a brick and mortar store and you have a basic site set up right now to, you know, supplement that brick and mortar store, you're kind of realizing like, oh, oh crap. Like, you know, now, now my, now I'm forced to shut down my store. I, I had this site where I can conduct business, but I maybe should have looked at putting a little more energy into this earlier on. Um, so now you can still communicate and and do business with those customers when you're forced to be online. Yeah, that's a great transition. Let's talk about uh, what what they should have been doing. What like what were the efforts they should have been doing on this website? Uh, kind of within the marketing space. Like what are what are things people are probably often overlooking that they're probably realizing right now that they shouldn't have. So if you have a brick and mortar store and and have loyal customers that are coming in or even even new customers from foot traffic, um, your store or your online store after they leave your store is a way for you to continue to engage with them, um, especially like, you know, even if they check out a store, grab their email address and you can um, you can now own that relationship with that person and and continue to um um, brand yourself to them and make them more of loyal customers. Um, if you're an essential good, it's now a space where um, when your store does close down, they can more efficiently go get your product. So I, uh, we work with, with some, so in, in our agency, we've had about half of our merchants get just hammered by this and half of them, are having a huge influx in their direct-to-consumer e-commerce because, you know, they're wholesaling and Walmart and Whole Foods and stuff like that. And because that business was booming so much, um, they were kind of neglecting their their e-commerce store. And while the e-commerce store is there and, the, and, and all these people that now can't go to Walmart and Whole Foods to get or don't want to, those stores are still open, but they're preferring to go online there's this huge influx now and you know good thing they were on a good supported platform but it was also a little neglected so now the site is a little up to date now everybody's coming and experiencing your brand on there um and you're kind of thinking like oh man if i would have had this more up to date before everybody came to my store they'd be having a much better experience um, it could actually like hurt you if you're if you're not set up correctly on your direct to consumer, and it's more of a supporting site. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the name of the game right there with e-commerce is is experience. So often times people reach out to agencies and consultants, and they like, hey, I want to scale, I want to throw X amount of dollars at paid ads. That's only going to go so far if your experience is bad, because people will. You could have the best ad in the world. You could hire the best advertiser in the world. But if your website experience sucks, people are going to get to your website from that ad and then just bounce because they they don't want to deal with that experience. Experience matters, I would say, parallel, if not more, than your paid ad expert because 
you know, without the experience to help people convert, like you're just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, the name of the game was, you know, find a product where you could advertise and make a profit on that sale. Um, that one sale, then it started shifting to, um, not sometimes not even profiting on that first sale, just breaking even, um, and then recouping the money and profitability over time by remarketing to them on the back mm -hmm. end with things like Clavio and, and your customer support systems and, and post purchase systems and just every touch point social media. That's, that's then when, when you can create that sustainable long-term business over time, because when you're re, um, like email marketing and all these other channels end up being a lot cheaper than acquiring the customer to, uh, you know, get more sales from those customers, those repeat, those repeat orders. Absolutely. Hey, we're all, we're almost running out of time here. Uh, let the people know if they want to get a hold of you, where they should go, what they should do. Yeah, find me on LinkedIn. Uh, the quickest way to get to my link pay, uh, LinkedIn page is just type into the address bar Shrek. Io. Um, that's spelled S C H R E C K, not like the movie. Um, and it uh, pulls up LinkedIn. You can connect with me there, or you can uh, find me on Twitter at AP Shrek. Alex, thank you.